This is Erica Belvin, and you're listening to Her Digital Empire. Welcome back to another one of my beauty business breakdowns. Today, I'm actually going to be um, interviewing a uh, a lash entrepreneur. She is super successful and super good at what she does. So I'm going to give it a few minutes for her to hop on. Uh, I just saw she jumped on. So all you have to do, Angie, is just request to join uh, the live. Perfect. Hey. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm just choosing a filter now. <laughs> <laughs> great, great. Oh my god. Okay. Do you see me properly? What was that? Do you see me properly? I can see you good. I can see you good. Yeah, everything's good. Awesome. Well, this is also gonna go on my podcast too. So I'm gonna go ahead and do a quick intro about you and then um, uh, just a, a quick, uh, you know, invitation and then we'll get started and I'm going to ask you a whole bunch of questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited, but oh my God, I'm so nervous. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> oh my God, it's like all the emails I sent you, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> oh no, you're perfect. <laughs> okay, perfect. All right, well, so. Really quickly, for you, those of you listening in, this is Boss Bay Digital Lab, my uh, beauty business breakdown where I interview beauty entrepreneurs and I basically find out why they're doing well so that it can help you with your business as well. Um, today, I'm actually speaking to Angie Lamb. So Angie actually has 14 years of experience in the beauty industry. Um, she's an esthetician and a lash technician. Um, and, you know, she's built her clientele multiple times, okay? Um, and she's received multiple awards awards for her work. And because she wanted to start a family, because she wanted more time for herself and, and the things that are really important in life, she actually, um, you know, was able to close her brick and mortar, build a business out in, basically inside of her home. And, you know, she's doing amazing with that. Even with that, she still received more awards. Um, and anyway, you know, the thing that I think that we're going to really just, you know, just learn a whole bunch of gems really with Angie is, is really how, uh, you know, her education and her passion has really catapulted her to create her dream life. So uh, for those of you who are listening, this is also Her Digital Empire podcast. Do not forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Amazon Music. Um, and don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Her Digital Empire and Boston Digital Lab. So now that everybody knows who you are, Angie, um, so really quickly, you know, right now you're a full-time lash tech, right? That's what you do is, is the lash tech stuff. You don't do the esthetician stuff, right? No, um, actually I focus on more lashes and brows. Lashes and brows. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So, so before, so I know that you're doing that full time and you're doing amazing doing that. I know that you're also an educator, right? So how long, um, because I have a lot of, of, of listeners who, you know, they just jump right into education. How long were you doing lashes and, and all this before you decided, you know what, I want to teach people. I'd say three years, three years full time. 
Yeah, three years full-time. And I don't mean like five days a week, not eight hours a day. I meant seven days a week, 10-hour day. That's like day in and day out. I've been lashing. I lash so much to the point that I close my eyes and I see lashes. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I'm like, you know what? I It's it's time to teach these people. I was yeah, thinking about yeah. myself. Yeah. <laughs> That's when I started you on that. You know, I, I can't even tell you. I I don't remember like the maybe Christmas. I think Christmas even I still had to do some stuff for my job, for my work, my my business. But like I yeah, I have not like taken like a really crazy like full on vacation and I don't need, since I started I think my business. That's how it is though. You know that's that's that it is. I mean like you know because entrepreneurs we we really don't have like monday to friday we don't like i mean we can work monday to friday but saturday sunday that's when we work on our the back end of our business right so there's not really a day off but you love it like Absolutely. you love it like because it's your baby right um it's it's just basically i always call my business like my first child right yeah. exactly <laughs> Yes. It's like we both have like a first child and it's like it's still kind of the first child. <laughs> it is. I know. It's like it's it's different from business and actually a baby. I have two kids right now. Um my little one is about seven months old now. Oh. And it I I love them so much, but I also love my first baby a lot too. And then it's like it never gets old. You know, you spend so much time on your business and you're always so motivated about because I love it. I mean, like, I love, I, like, live and breathe in this business. Like, um, that's where your true passion is, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And if you're not passionate about it, because, you know, I, I say a lot too, you know, a lot of times I make my passions my hobby and, and, you know, whatever, but you still have to be passionate about the growth of your business. There's got to be some type of a passion there, right? Yes. Yes, definitely. I mean, like, I'm that kind of person that I was like, you know what? What's next? <laughs> What's next? What's going to challenge myself? What am I going to do next so that I can, like, you know, be motivated? Because I've been in the industry for, like, 13, 14 years now. Right. Yeah, and it's always ever-changing. And I, I like it like that. Like, I'm not that kind of person that's like, I'll do one thing for 13 years. I always, like, okay, what's next? i got to learn this, got to learn that. And this year it's a little different for me now because uh, this year I'm gonna. It took a pandemic for me to think. I I used to work in my business so much that I don't really work on my business. Right. Right. So it took a pandemic to actually kind of shift that a little bit, mm -hmm. and then had to work on the business. So there I am. When you're like uh, one kind of like a one man show, and sure, you know, like I have my husband who helps me so much and whatever, but you're you're typically a one man show when you're getting your business off the ground, and so you're, you're so focused on what's going on in the day to day operations that you're not thinking about like you're talking about like the marketing, the growing, scaling, all the things that you have to think about, kind of like when you're the people the things that people focus on when they're they're not in their business actually putting lashes on a customer you know yeah so so talk to me like what what made you say i want to be an educator in this too you know along with the money that you were made i mean you were already successful like i said i always want to do the next thing and why it actually pushed me to to towards education because um when i first started it, it wasn't there wasn't a lot of lash artists 
back then and the education wasn't like like you know how it is right now there's like everyone's teaching but i remember one time my one other client called me i was crying and she's like can you help me now i'm like what what's wrong she's like oh my god i need to see you right now i went somewhere and then um i should have come to you but then you were so busy i had to go somewhere else and then uh, can you help me i'm like okay sure come on in i'll uh, then i'll take you in and then she came in with one side full on volume and the other side has no lashes at all like no lashes at all and i was like what happened and she's like it's been on for six weeks six weeks and then this whole side fell off and this one is still on for six weeks i was like oh my god so i went in i looked at it everything was stuck together oh no yeah it could not shed itself it was just stuck together it was waiting for the other one to shed for uh, the whole thing to fall off i'm like oh my god so because you like, have to take it off like when i had mine i had to have them probably taken off or yeah they pull your eyelashes off they it's like, and then if it's done, like you said, not not properly, it's it's like, no, yeah, that that's that's what happened. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what, that's it. Like I need to, I need to go teach. <laughs> I need to start teaching, or else like, like you know, there's gonna be a lot more jobs that I have to fix, which happened a lot. It happened so much back then. It's just insane. So you were like, man, I obviously see a need because there are just people walking around with janky eyelashes. <laughs> and I have got to fix this. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know how, like, you, you, your client, you know, this this industry and lash industry, it's like an, an artwork. Yes. Right? Now, like, it's more so, like, you know, you have to spend a lot of time on it, like, each lash and stuff. So... You're, you're literally working on this client and you're, you're creating art. You're creating art and making your lashes, their eyes look beautiful and everything. And then if you do a bad job, they're walking around with your job. Yeah. <laughs> they're walking around like selling, hey, uh, Angie did this. <laughs> so exactly. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's something. Like education is so important nowadays. Absolutely. It's always yeah, you have you always have to invest in yourself. If that's one tip that I have to give, it's invest in yourself because education you bring it with you. You're you're living like you know you. It never gets old. Right. There's always something new to learn. Or yeah, it's uh it's not even just because people can read the same books over and over again and they'll pick something up each time. So even taking the same course, reading the same book, you'll pick something new and you've grown since the last time you took that course or read that book or whatever, and you'll pick up new things that you miss, you know? Yes. Is that so? Is that what you did? Is that like a big part of your success? Is because you focus on also investing in yourself? Yes. I spend a lot of money <laughs> education every single year. There's always something I'm gonna learn. That's how you keep. I, I actually, that's how I keep my motivation and my fire alive, yes. right? Because then you gotta. It's self motivating. You have to everything. You have to think about positive things every every day. Because an entrepreneur sometimes we get super negative. One some some days. Right, and then you gotta pick yourself up and stuff like that. So I really needed to, um, like invest in education every single year for me to keep my fire up. 
Yes, it's that motivation. Yes. Um, and so is this just courses or do you prefer like coaches too? And because you offer coaching education, right? So like, do you, because coaching is different than just like buying a course because you're educating yourself, you're gaining knowledge, but then a coach actually is able to help you say, this is not right. This is not right. Let's do this. Right. Yes. And you're a big believer in that too. Yeah, for sure. Everybody needs guidance. Right? Yes. Like yes. you can't just like take a course and here you go. You're on your own. Right? It's it, like I'm always open. Like anybody can always ask me questions. You know, there's like people that I never trained before, they still ask me questions. But like I'm 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 happy to answer all the all like all the questions. I'm totally I'm up for it. Because like it's sorry. I have like two kids and my brain. Like it's always the <laughs> brain parts all the time. Oh yeah. my <laughs> but anyway, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so okay, so like to shift a little bit. So like you work full time from home, right? Mm -hmm. um, do you like prefer that over uh, working in in your business, like a brick and mortar? Like, tell me the differences. Obviously, you're not paying rent, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know what? Who doesn't like to work from the comfort of their own home? Right? Nice. It's actually, it's really nice. I never thought that I would love it because then I it came from like a shop. Yeah. Right? I always leave my house, go to my work, and then it feels great. I'm like, it's my life. But after the COVID thing, after having kids and stuff, I was forced to actually work from home. And it's actually really nice. Right, it really depends on how you set it up, though. Like, I don't like clients going to my personal space. It's my home, right? Um, they're not going into my um, uh, living room or anything like that. I actually went through contractors. I went through health and safety inspections and stuff like that. I create this little studio that I have to get out of my front door, go to the side, and to a different entrance into my studio. Oh, okay, nice. That's good. Yeah, so then it's okay. totally separate, and I feel like I'm at work. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that. So, so um, as far as getting worked in at home, how do you? I work from home too. So, um, you know, a lot of people think, oh, well, you're so lucky you get to work from home or whatever. But I'm like, are you kidding me? My my fridge is right there. My TV's right there. Like, <laughs> you know, as soon as like Netflix. You, like pushes out a new show that I'm trying to watch. I'm like, okay, give me a break. You know? <laughs> do you ever get like sidetracked at home, or, or do you feel just as focused compared to the? Oh no, man! I'm a human being too. I get sidetracked all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I always get sidetracked. Oh my goodness! If it's not my clients coming in, I will get sidetracked. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have to um, tell myself to focus. Right. <laughs> One time, I feel like, hey, I need to do this. And then I went to my computer, and then all of a sudden, it just went blank. And then I was checking emails for an hour, and I totally forgot what I was going to do. Like, I was like, I had to finish this project of mine, and then sidetracked. Like, right. it's well, in a different mind. Like, I, ha I even have, like, an office in my house, and I, I'm like, I'm ne I'm, I just run, I, like, roam 
for me because I'm on my computer. So like, I'll I'll start the day like my husband gets so annoyed with me because he's like, Oh, where are you going now? You know, because I'll start the day like in my bed, and then I'll move to the office and then I'll move downstairs in front of the TV because I want like, you know, to be I'm doing client work and I need to like, you know, make my mind focus on something while I'm doing it. And it's just, I just I don't know, I get all over the place. And sometimes I wonder, like, should I invest in an office so that I'm actually getting up and drinking my coffee and walking, you know, walking to my office. But, you know, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the thing is, like with now too, like with COVID and stuff, it's just like so crazy, you know, and everybody's working from home. But but there's a difference. There's there. I've noticed with like the memes and stuff, like people will talk about how they're like, you've ever seen the meme of like, like the um, it's like a, a person who's supposed to be on a on a, a meeting for their job, but they have and the mouse is moving. They have something moving the mouse, but they're not actually there because it's a job. You know, you're gonna do the bare minimum in your business. If you do the bare minimum, you don't get money. <laughs> you don't get money. Yeah, basically, like the, the more work you put in, the more money you make, right? I mean, like if you your hands stop, like literally, we don't have vacation unless you you book your own vacation, but then you don't get paid for. Exactly. Right. If you're on vacation and then you like totally shut off for like two weeks, you're coming back. You have to start over again. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why I don't, it's like, I'm like, oh, a day off? I don't know. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I, it, it, it's, I haven't had a day off. <laughs> it's like, after, like, two kids and stuff like that, I would think, like, you know, Angie, you, you need a day off. Let's take a Monday off, right? I'm just like, no, I haven't had a day off for a long time. I can relate that, that, but Hey, if that's what success, you know, if it's, if it's what you need to do, it's what you need to do. You know, I, I think it's, it's kind of like what sets you apart from, you know, the people who are just, they have to have that day off. They have to have the self time, self care. <laughs> right. No, it's it actually super important. I mean, like, um, this, that's, that's something that I need to incorporate in is self care. Like you, if you don't care for yourself, it, how do you care for other people, right? Like I, I actually wake up at five thirty in the morning. It really depends on how my seven month old treat me the night before. Mm -hmm. But I wake up at five thirty, six o'clock in the morning to give myself that one hour of okay. of me time, like self care and meditation and stuff to start my day fresh. Um, that's how it keeps me going. Nice. Okay, so waking up early. That's important, right? right? Mm -hmm. Attribute your success to that. For sure. So let's talk about for people who, you know, are in your industry, since you're an educator, right? Um, and they're struggling. Let's say they're in California and they just, I mean, it's like, we're just thinking, right? With <laughs> regulations and all of that. I know it's, it varies from state to state. Um, and from country to country, right? Um, are you guys are you guys open right now or no? We are. Okay. We are. Um, we are doing pretty good. I mean, um, we can work, and of course, like safety protocols have to be in place and sanitation and everything. Um, to start, we can't see our um, family members unless you live in the same household. Oh wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's hard for the holidays for sure. Yeah. Um, so for somebody who say is struggling, like um, who's even, you know, 
they just they're not sure what to do during these times during you know all of this clients and stuff what's your opinion on what they can do to kind of keep their business going so it just doesn't go to zero you know oh my gosh like there's so much you can do like uh, i mean not working on clients one thing work, work, working on clients one thing but this is only one aspect of your business there's so many aspects of your business there's like um marketing right like that's that's one aspect um you do your accounting you do your backend stuff you branding um you're working on yourself like, i mean you would want to practice i don't know like it depends on how your skill level is um even though you're like a master you still should be practicing and this is assuming you have like um you know some capital sitting in your business bank account so that can kind of carry you um you know it, let's say somebody is more they're, they're learning that and they're trying to figure out like but they're on the month to month you know they have not saved any reserves or anything um mm -hmm. what would you say would be like their first step like what would be the next thing that they need to do to try and you know save their business or you know, start getting clients or something. Are you saying that like they had zero clients to first? No. Or? So like, let's say somebody's struggling. Let's say they've had a few clients and, mm. um, you know, it's just not kicking. It's just, and maybe they're not, they're not really sure what it is. Maybe it's COVID. Maybe it's, um, you know, I don't know their money habits. Maybe it's personal development. We're not really sure. In your opinion, what's the first thing to look at? First thing is like, look at your own finance first, right? What you can do first, like what, it's, it's really hard. I mean, you always have to think like, you can actually make so much money and then you can net like zero or you right. can net like a debt, right? Mm -hmm. So you gotta think about where your money is going, how much money you have. I mean, well, for a month to month basis, like if I were to, have zero clients this month what what happens to you right i mean let's say the people that already have a couple clients but then they're let's say they normally do like 20 clients a month and then they cut, cut for 10 10 clients half of clients is gone then you gotta work on spending more time actually advertising yourself okay it's the marketing that needs to be focused on yes because then there's always something to do I mean, you can't work on your client. You're going to work on yourself, right? Right. So what you would do, I would do, is that even though I don't have paying clients, let's say I only have, like, half of the clients come, but then I would definitely do, like, either a giveaway or even do... A giveaway. Yeah. I would do giveaway. I would do models. Models. I would focus on making a beautiful set of lashes. Let's say I'm, I'm talking about lash technicians right now. Right, lash technicians right now. I'll focus on doing the model, getting all the content you need, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Having really, really pretty set and stuff, and that's that's you're gonna have that's to market the heck out of yourself. Got it. Like a photographer, mm -hmm. a photographer before they get clients, they will shoot for free to get the portfolio. Then the portfolio adds the better clients and so on and so forth. You're just building on top of it, right? Yes. Yes. It's like basically you're you trying to attract those clients and seeing your work. It's not about the price. It's about your work, your art. It's not about the price. It's about your work. Mm -hmm. I see. Mm -hmm. Okay.
Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, so if I were a lash tech right now, and I'm like, man, you know, Angie, I'm struggling. You would, I'd say, you know, I've been doing okay. I can't really predict my money. I'm getting clients, you know, not really a lot of fills and things like that. I'm just, you know, I'm really struggling. You would tell me, Erica, you need to focus on, you know, building your portfolio. So it's just the best invest in that. And, you know, if you have to work a job on the side until you get this kind of going, right? Like a photographer would. That's exactly how it, that's exactly how it started. I mean, I started with zero month, like zero dollar in my name and lots of debt. Like I actually, I was 25 then and I didn't know what to do. I, I love doing what I do, but then I, I was super lost. I don't know. I've never done a business before and I went to rent a room to get more exposure. I went to the room in a hair salon. It was a very sketchy hair salon. <laughs> <laughs> in the back, dark, and I rented it anyway, and because then it was cheap. It was like the, that's the only thing that I can afford if I can even pay, like afford that. So I was like going in. I'm like, well, let's make money, <laughs> and I had no money, and I was like, what am I supposed to do? I have no clients, no money. Right. What am I gonna do? And then I had, if I had to go into credit. Okay. To pay for a course, to to better myself, like even though like I was doing aesthetics and stuff like that, but then I wanted to do something and make more money, so I paid for a course with credit, of course, because I'm like 25, I have no money. Like it came in a very simple family, um, so that one that's what happened. And at nighttime, I would do a ballet job. I would play for cars. As a girl, like I'm actually only five two. I'm really short. Me too. <laughs> right, right. And then yeah, the little girl yeah. to like go get in the car and driving manual and everything. It's just like I did that just to fund my dream, like my passion. And that's what you have to do. Like okay. if you love it enough, you're gonna make it happen. You're gonna make and it work. Yes, you're gonna have to make it work, and you have to make it work. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Just even with the sketchy office space. <laughs> yeah. So from there, from zero clients, zero money, um, two, three years later, I have my own brick and mortar. Service more than 2,000 people already. Yeah. That sketchy office space. You grew into that. Yeah. So, so you just have to make it happen. <laughs> So did your clients, when you had, when you like walked them into this like dark, scary <laughs> spot, were they like, like, oh, okay, the work's worth it? <laughs> it's, super, it's super weird. It was, it was so weird. And I tried, okay, I doll up this, this little room and I try to make it as pretty as I can. Like, yeah. And then, yeah, no, a year later, I was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I gotta move. <laughs> So you grew, you grew out of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You did it the yeah. right way. Right. So like like I said, like I mean, um, if you really want it bad enough, you're gonna make it happen. Like getting a side job or whatever just to fund it is so worth it. And is this common for girls to have something that funds the lash business to get it going? Um, I don't I don't know if it's common or not. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> to be honest, um, 
people, like, you know, um, a starting down for sure. Um, and then, of course, like, there's parents paying for it. Um, there, I also have students that um, came out of a bad marriage. Um, so um, they, they started lashing, right? There's, uh, there's office uh, ladies that, like, you know, can't stand the 9 to 5 anymore. And, they, you know, they start lashing. So there's so many different, different people uh, in the different industry that start doing our, our, like, the beauty industry. I see. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, that's the way to go too. You know, it's funny. I, I consult with uh, graphic design clients too. And I tell them like, whatever it takes, whatever you have to do, you know, if you, I was a bartender before I went full time. That's what I hated my job. It sucked. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I didn't care. I had to make this thing happen. You know, and I, you know what's funny too is I think being so miserable at my job made me work harder in the business because I was going through it was like painful. You know, like you don't want to be in pain, so yes. you it's, work harder. It's almost like the let's say your job. Let's uh, let's say what the job that you hate. It's almost like you got you have to be pushed to go to work. Right, you're just like, oh my god, I have to go to work. But then when you're thinking about something you love doing, it's so so awesome that it actually just pulls you, like it pulls you towards it, and then you're so much more energetic and thinking of it, just like really, really want it to happen. Yeah. So that's a big difference. So take me through like uh, a time when like you struggled, and how did you get through it? Just any anything. I'm interested. Oh my gosh. Um, there are plenty. Plenty. Um, I mean, starting a brick and mortar is so hard. Even though, like, I started to rent a room and whatnot, but then I had no experience in doing business. I never had, like, I was 25, right? I just rented a room. Like, I didn't know what to do. But of course, I learned throughout the years and whatnot. And then every time I take a plunge to do something, it's totally new to me. Yes. Right. I went to sign a lease. <laughs> right. For 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 a shop and stuff, and I do my own renovation. Like I I hire people and then do contracting. It was hard. It was really hard. And did you when you did all this? When you you know you signed these contracts and you got this brick and mortar and you hired people and all this? Did you have somebody walking you through that, or were you just kind of like I'm just gonna do it and figure it out? Yeah, no one walked me through. <laughs> I never had anyone around me that have done business before. Wow! I learned to, like learn to like uh, the hard way. Yeah, yeah, I've learned the hard way, like always. Okay, so do you feel like you made a lot of mistakes? Oh, of course, yes, yes. But then that's when you learn from your mistake. Hopefully. Right, like, and when you make a mistake, you hopefully learn from it. But yes, um, that, I never had anyone guide me through. But I wish that I, I know, I wish that I had saved enough money for a coach. Because then you would have just not made mistakes. You would have had somebody telling you, "Hey, do this," right? Yeah, that. No, you can also make a mistake hiring a coach too. I mean, the wrong coach. The wrong coach. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> you definitely want somebody who who's doing, walking the walk, you know? Yes. Everybody's a coach and, and they're 
hiring or they're just teaching other people to be coaches and it's like what what is this yes. <laughs> no it's true because like you know a coach can be so many different kind of coach like i mean you wouldn't want to hire a business coach to do your business right <laughs> and so, you also want a business coach though who who has experience with your business and yes because yes. if they can't really relate, you know, I understand that there's, you know, business fundamentals and stuff that can be taught in any business, but it's kind of important to find that right person, don't you think? Yes, for but sure. For industry. Yeah, no, it's really industry specific, for sure. Um, hiring related. Did you make any mistakes hiring related? Like, did you like? have some bad experiences with um just hiring and stuff or were you was that pretty smooth for you too that's a really big leap for somebody yeah hiring is hard it's, <laughs> hiring is so hard but um uh, i went through really 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 good employees as well like i mean they're not all bad either but at the end of the day it's just like you're trying to hire somebody that has the same mindset as you um you, reaching for the same goal. I actually, at the end of the day, it was like, I had no experience either. So then there's always like, um, how do you say that? Like, uh, uh, learn as I go. Right? I'm just, I'm just learning how to be a boss myself too. I was just, just learning as I go. I see, I see. So yeah. Exactly, just falling on your face, which is totally fine. Falling forward, I like, I'm all about falling forward. That's what I'm always, mm -hmm. doing. and that's what I, I teach too. I say, who cares? You know, just get out there and do the thing and you'll figure it out from there. You know, um, it's just the, there's some, there's some big leaps there, I think in business that, you know, you were able to accomplish yourself. And it's actually like, like, whoa, like, how did you even know? Like, were you reading books to like know how to hire people or to, to find this brick and mortar and just like renovate it? And like, you're talking about big stuff. <laughs> at the end of the day, I always look at money. Mm -hmm. It's like, how much can I invest in? How much can I get back? Right? Like, I wouldn't want to be super um, in debt and I can't make it back at the end of the day but let's say let's talk about hiring people they have to when you do an interview with that person you can actually kind of tell what kind of person they are let's say like how like how what time they show up to their interview if they're even showing up to their interview what time do they show up mm -hmm. yeah what time they show up how they act during their interview and how they really carry themselves Right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so I don't know, like in BC, um, Canada, we have a three months probation. Oh, nice. Yeah, so then we kind of like see if we, we were doing good, like with each other and whatnot, if, if it works out for the business, if it works out for the employee, um, that's actually really good. Just to kind of see how, how they actually work with the clients. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have that here for like seasonal. I mean, I, I, we, it was like a, a lot of times. I remember in retail, I worked for Victoria's Secret when I was like 16, and they told us, oh, if you make it through, you know, the seasonal, we'll bring you on, you know, or whatever. Um, and it was so miserable for me. I was like, they asked me back, and I was like, no. <laughs> but <laughs> just folding underwear all day. It was like, I'm so crazy. <laughs> but, it looks so glam, right? Like, it's 
Okay. Spending the time to perfect your job, right? Because if you charge them this model for $60, $60 an hour, they probably don't really want to stay there for that long. So now if you're saying, hey, I'm going to offer you a free set in exchange for your time, they're going to be happy to stay for three hours. It's going to take you a long time, right? Yeah. Take you a long time and you want it to be perfect. I mean, the best job you've done. So understanding it's like a, like a lengthy time. Like, you know, you've got to practice it. Like, let's say how many days you have free time. Let's say I have two days on the weekend. I work Monday to Friday and I have a weekend that's free. I would practice one model a day until I have a paying client that replaced that model. Got it. Okay. Okay, and how much would you say you invest per model? Like, how much do you spend on the lashes and the glue and all that? Is it a lot or not really? Um, what do you mean, like dollar sign or how? Yeah, like how much does it cost you for per 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 like, let's say, you, I know it's like different per lash, right? So it's like let's say you're do, you're focusing on your volume and you're trying to get better at volume, um, the volume lashes, and you're doing <laughs> models for free doing volume. How much would it cost you? Because you're paying for those lashes and stuff, how much are you paying out to to really get better at this? Is it not much? No, it's at the end of the day, it's your time. It's your time. Okay. But then, but but you gotta think about this. Like, it's all about the math, right? Um, yeah, you invest in that kind of time, but the training doesn't take that long. So if you go to a traditional school and whatnot, you gotta go to school full time, right? Yes. And then you're spending all these hours, and then you're making. I don't know how much money you make, like 60 grand, like a year, if not after you come out with massive debt. But then with this training, literally costs you what, about $2,000 for two days. But then all the important things, you spend the time to practice and you make the perfect, you know, you, you spend the time to practice. And then that's the time that you're investing in it. Right, mm -hmm. but then that's not that's probably like, let's say a month or two, mm -hmm. right? Yes. But then a set you're gonna charge about 150, right? Right. So there, then on, you can work like six hours a day, and you're still you're making 120 grand a year. Got it. Right. So it's, it's worth it. It's you hard at first. Grind in the beginning. Yeah, I remember when I first started my high school cross eye. Of course. I, I even remember, like I said, there's like a, I, I was getting my uh, lashes done, gosh, it was like two years ago. And I remember one girl, too, it was like, I knew she was new. And I didn't, and she had told me, she said it was like her, her first, her third time or something. And I was like, okay. So they gave me a discount or something. And, or maybe it was free. I don't remember. And um, uh, I mean, it was like three hours. I was sitting there for three hours. And yeah, it looks pretty, but it was a long time, you know. Yes. So I totally get that about how, uh, you know, it can take some time, but it's so worth it because the more you get better. So let me ask you a quick question too, because um, I know we're getting close to the end. Um, competition. How do you handle that? How do you? Because you know, with with lashes, it's like one volume sets like the next volume set. How do you handle? You know the competition in your area oh i i just mind my own business you mind your own business okay for sure because then there's i compete with myself majority of the time 
Like, that's, that, I find it much healthier than it is to compete with someone else and you don't know what's their story. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, are they making money? Mm-hmm. Are they able to provide for themselves? Like, are they in your shoe? No. So there's no point of competing with anyone else but yourself because you know you better and you're trying to work, I mean, be better yes. for yourself, right? So I always compete with myself. I always say, that, okay, this stuff is for I'm going to make it better next time. Like, I, let's, let's make it better next time. How do I make it better? How do I work smarter? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Competitors, it's healthy to kind of see. And sometimes you kind of like, you know, look at other people, what they do, right? And stuff like that. But then there's a lot of times where it's like, you know, focus on yourself. Okay, how do I make myself better? And I feel like that's like the healthiest way to keep your mind even sane. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm there. I I get that totally. I I yeah, I can imagine too the though like easily getting caught up in it because it's like mm-hmm. maybe somebody on Instagram is in your area or whatever, and you see you start seeing clients commenting and things like that. I'm sure that can be stressful too. Um, but in your opinion, the best thing to do is just not even focus on it and just focus on you. And if you just focus on you, you will naturally get those clients. You will naturally just find your clients who will then find referrals and things like that. Let me ask you a question. When you're attracting these clients and stuff, did you did you decide the type of clients that you wanted or did you just want anybody? Or did you say, I'm gonna make it an ideal profile, I'm gonna like, you know, I'm looking for a certain type of a person. Or were you just like, I just want money? <laughs> well, at first, of course, you can't pick and choose, but then later on, you kind of find your own niche, right? Like, later on, you kind of find your own style. And then those style attracts those clients at the end. Like, I mean, I'm the kind of person, and a lot of my clients are, too, that I, I realize I attract those clients. I attract those, my ideal clients later on. I realize that. It's like, I go for more natural. Mm-hmm. The natural look. Like, you know, um, they, they walk around like their natural beauty. Uh, a little bit of enhancement, that's it. I don't go for, like, really, really crazy Maybe style. I do measure volume, but I still look pretty natural. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, like, your clients don't really wear, they don't like to wear a lot of makeup. They want to kind of, like, just look natural in the day, but just have that extra, you know, extra something. Yeah, yeah for sure. And then if they're going somewhere or going to a wedding, they're like, Angie, can we just... And that's how everybody develops their different styles because some people have like the crazy just layers of lash. I mean, I've seen all of it, you know? Um, (laughs) And then you have the colored ones now. and Yes. Yes. Let's all go the style. I mean, like, um, if you find your own style, you'll definitely attract those clients. Ah. I see. And do you consider that important? Like, has that niched you down to where all your clients just want the natural look? Yes. Um, a lot, it depends on age group too, right? I mean, like sometimes with the clients that have lots of something really big or really like, like strip lash, um, like the party look. Yeah. There's an age group for that, for sure. And then my age group usually about like 30 plus. Mm-hmm. That it's like more grounded. Um, they're more professional. They want to look natural beauty. Like um, they can just walk out the door and look their best. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so that's what I attract. Got it. Okay. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, for me, it was like, I wanted cat eyes. I didn't care about the volume. I just wanted like that extra. I don't know. I just went with my makeups. <laughs> but, and I am 30 plus. <laughs> yeah. Right. So yeah, this is that no, like you're saying. Cause I really, I, I don't think I could handle like the crazy, you know, but if I was like 22, I'd probably be all about it. <laughs> yeah. The bigger, the better. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, Okay, well, but I think I feel like you've given a lot. So, okay, so you're a trainer and you're a, a coach too. I for for lash techs because I have so many lash tech listeners. If they, because you obviously are super knowledgeable, you know how to go full time. You know how to, you know, stop the bleeding from a brick and mortar and set up at home and be successful with it. You know how to get, um, you know, start from nothing and you know, work on the side and make it happen and go full time. If my clients want to hire, or if my customers and listeners want to hire you, everybody's listening right now, if they want to hire you for coaching, how can they find you? What, what do you recommend for your programs or anything for them? Um, I love working on one-on-one to be honest, so that I can give them like absolute focus. So you can always, you know what? At the end of the day, you can always ask me a question. Um, just Instagram me, DM me, ask me a question. If you need help or whatnot, I'm super happy to help you with. And I truly believe in, like, if I were to train people in a group setting, I feel like they don't have all the knowledge that they should. Right? Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I like to, like, the group, the group stuff is so big in Lash Tech. It is. I'm taking flyers all the time for group trainings. Mm-hmm. It is. It does. So, like, nowadays with COVID, you can't really have a big group anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, I normally always, like, maximum three. Maximum three. Okay. Yeah, maximum three students. But, yeah, like, I mean, if they – I'm coming up with an online course as well. And then um, it should come out soon, hopefully. And tell everybody okay. your, your – I'm going to tag it, too, but tell everybody your um, Instagram profile so they can find you. At Two Polished Beauty. Two, the number two Polished yeah, Beauty. Yeah, the number two, Two Polished Beauty. She's here Beauty to help. Beauty from the inside and out. Awesome. Okay, perfect. Okay, well, I'll get this closed out. So um, I so appreciate you uh, jumping on here to answer all my questions, my inquisitive questions. Um, but yeah, so, okay, great. So for those of you who are Lash Text, you know, and you maybe came on late, late to this, I will be posting this live as well in my IG stories. I will also be turning this into a podcast on Her Digital Empire. You can follow us at, at Her Digital Empire or um, in the next day, you'll, you'll be able to listen to this on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, um, and Amazon Music. Just look up Angie Lamb. She will be talking all about how to go full-time in, uh, in, as a lash tech um, in, the, in the beauty industry. So um, with that, I so appreciate you. And, and, thank you. Yeah, you gave us a lot of gems. Um, and yeah, I hope to talk to you soon. Yes, thank you so much, Erica. Absolutely. You're amazing. Thank you.